the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Mandelow, board-certified divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo is here to be your go-to educational, informational, and inspirational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a Christian board-certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. She and her guests will bring you important insight and information, helping you make better decisions through and beyond the process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, all giving you hope and reassurance that you'll be okay. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo starts now. And here's your host, Christy Mendelo. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour with, that's me, Christy Mendelo. I'm so glad that you're here with us today or whenever you're listening. Today, we are going to continue to talk about what I perceive many people who've been divorced have experienced, and that is being blindsided by divorce. Last week, board-certified family law attorney Craig Haston joined us, and we defined what blindsided means. We also talked about what you need to do when you are blindsided by divorce, why you need to do it, and even how to do it. If you missed that show, not to worry, It's podcasted, and you can listen to it by going to wherever you get your podcasts and searching The Divorce Coaching Hour. You can also go to thedivorcecoachinghour.com and find a link there to all shows now totaling nearly 160 episodes. Today, we will cover the same topics, but from a pastoral perspective. And today, Pastor Steve Dennis joins us to help us do that. Pastor Steve is a pastor near and dear to our family as he married my husband, Richard, and me last year. And he also is an integral part of the ministry my husband and I lead, Courageous Christianity. Courageous Christianity may sound familiar if you often listen to KKHT. We give voice to our ministry through the radio show Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelow. It airs on this station as well, KKHT, And just before this show, so on Saturdays at noon uh, in Houston and on KKHT.com and on iHeartRadio. If you haven't listened to Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendelow before, we invite you to do so soon. Before Pastor Steve joins the conversation, I want to remind you that this show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing. So really... It's for anyone, as it can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. And I must also remind you that we're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. What we are here to do is walk the path with you, no matter where it may lead. My guests and I are here to help you make better decisions in this time and beyond, to provide you information and resources, to give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst, and to give you hope. Pastor Steve. 
Welcome back. Thank you. As an honor, always, as always, an honor to be here. Well, I'm glad to have you here again. And I would just like to start the tone off right here. Would you pray for us before we begin our discussion? Absolutely. Be honored. Father God, we praise your holy name. We come humbly to glorify you. We want all that we do to point those listening to you. We pray that that your Holy Spirit guides all that we say and that that as the words travel through the airwaves and they land on whoever, wherever they are, Lord, that it points them to you and draws help from you. You bring the hope. You bring the peace. Let, But let us be a, ve- a vehicle that, that helps the individual listening, Lord, wherever they may be. Let all that we do glorify you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. And I love that. Be a vehicle. And that's really what we want to do here on the show. And we, you know, divorce is divorce, but there are a lot of different parts of divorce and a lot of different people involved in divorce. And so uh, you might think that 160 shows we would get, we might repeat some of the same topics, but, you know, uh, people hopefully are coming, if they're coming into divorce, they're moving through divorce. And so when you say vehicle, um, we're along the ride with them. Uh, and so we don't want them to stay stuck here. Uh, and and so we're trying to bring ideas, thoughts, education, and hope to folks that are finding themselves in probably one of the toughest life events ever. And speaking of that, uh, divorce, um, you know, you can look at it as it, it's a topic of conversation that's come up in the marriage. Uh, maybe you didn't want it to, but now you and your spouse are talking about divorce and you're saying we're, we're going to head this path. But there's also the time where you are, what we're talking about here is being blindsided by divorce. And what uh, I'm really wanting to do with this short series is to get an understanding of what we mean by blindsidedness, um, being blindsided by divorce, but then also talk about when we are blindsided, what do we do next? Uh, and then how do we do that? And in the first show, as I mentioned in the intro, we talked to an attorney, um, and I'll say maybe more about the legal aspect of divorce, the steps you would take. Uh, interestingly enough, the first thing that Craig Haston said was, uh, you're going to want to find your calm first before we got into the legal aspects. But in this show, I want to ask you the same questions, Pastor Steve, but really from that perspective of a pastor. So first, I just want to get your thoughts of what does it mean to you when you hear blindsided by divorce? When I hear that term, I think the person I, I visualize, whether it's whether it's on either side, whether it's the the, the male that's blindsided or the female, can be both. Uh, it, it could be either way. Um, but I, I I see that person that's striving, working um, to just get it done every day, and this wasn't a thought. This wasn't a conversation that they had been already having. There wasn't a clear conflict, or so when 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 you s- said blindsided by divorce, this is that came out of nowhere. One of the spouse found someone else, and all of a sudden, boom! They don't want the other one anymore, and you know, yeah, what, whatever they, they 
when I the, the word blindsided, I believe, to me represents that I had no idea this was coming. Yeah, so when you I'm, say that, that's where it hits me. Yeah, and and that's really until I spoke to Craig and we talked about the the idea of where there's been an inkling of it, but there's and then all of a sudden the divorce papers show up. Could you say that's blindsided? I think what we should say is it all feels like you're being blindsided. But there are times where, and stories I've heard and people I've talked to, where they go on a trip and they come back and the house is cleaned out. My brother even mentioned, uh, and I say my brother, Craig Haston, the attorney that we were talking about, uh, the cooktop's gone. (laughs) So, I mean, there's situations like that. But yeah, they're living life, and then all of a sudden, boom, this kind of attack, this unexpected thing happens. Well, you know, you probably both, you and I both know that whether it's divorce or any other crisis, when we're hit with that attack, how do we tend to react? I would say yes, you could even be blindsided because even if there was talk about it, or even if, you know, we're, we're we're not the happy, loving family that we used to be or whatever, when it gets real, you're like, wow, this is really happening. Um, you can be on a ship that's going down, and as long as you're still in the ship, you're like, okay, I'm still on the ship. But the moment I'm swimming in the ocean, fighting the waves, looking for a piece of driftwood to to uh, float in on, you know, th- there's a big difference between I'm, this is coming, but now all of a sudden this is real, and it's yeah, in my I'm, face. I'm in the waves. Yeah. I'm in the storm. I'm in the middle of it. Now how do I navigate this? Right. And so— uh, so before we get to what we're going to be doing, like when we when we find ourselves in that storm and and hopefully finding that life raft to hold on to, um, why do you think we want to address this? Why would we want to talk to folks about uh, what blindsided by divorce is and then what's next? I, I would say because regardless of to what degree you are blindsided about it, you probably haven't thought through the next steps. Um, so so I, I think that that's a good place to help. Any storm, any any trial, any rocky road, if I can talk to someone that's been, a, been around that corner and seen, seen the things that are coming, it's going to help. And so I think, I think a good reason to talk about it would be, all right, here's – Here's where you're at. Here's where where to go next, and and that'll that'll help that. Because if you're the one seeking the divorce, you've already put a lot of thought into this, and you've thought what your next steps are. You've thought about where you're going to live next. You've thought about these things. But if if this isn't where your mind is at, man, that just that that that's the yeah. that's that huge wave that just sinks you to the bottom. That's a good point. The and to think to talk about putting thought into it. Uh, when we're in that reactive mode, when whatever crisis comes into our life, we if we don't think through it, we do the next thing that maybe we've known how to do or what somebody else tells us to do, right? <laughs> right? And so that may not be the next right thing. So really stopping, and I think it goes back to this, is really stopping and think, what is really happening? You said those words. So tell us a little bit more about that. This is so whether it's divorce or all of a sudden the smoke detector goes off and and someone says the fire the building's on fire, you're in a crisis. Um, and when you study for a whole totally different topic and subject, I studied crisis and how to ninety percent of the people that survive say a building fire. 
Mm-hmm. If right now this radio station caught on fire. Please, God, no. no yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but if it did, the people that have thought about what would I do? Right. Um, have I looked to see where the exits are? The people that have thought about surviving a crisis are, are the ones that survive it. The ones that are just there. And then they get and and the biggest the biggest thing that that causes most people to fail in a situation of any crisis is denial. It's not mm. fear. They don't move because they're not not move because they're scared. They move, oh no, they're probably just testing the fire alarms. That's so um, true. Or no, he really doesn't mean that he wants a divorce. He's just mad and and this isn't really gonna happen. And then mm. boom, like you mentioned I come home from work, the locks are changed, all my stuff's on the lawn. What do I do now? Right. And I haven't thought it through. So, Such a good point to really draw us to any sort of crisis to understand uh, that if you haven't thought it through, you don't have a strategy. Now, it's not to say that you're going to always have that like strategy. Well, just in case. Yeah, I'm going to plan to get <laughs> it. Gonna we're going to get married, but I'm going to plan. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and map out my divorce. No, that's yeah, not, what, that's we're not saying. what we're saying there. No. And I've said that often on this show. I'm like, I don't think people go to the altar and say, yeah, I'm going to get divorced. That's not what our intention is. But unfortunately, that's where we come to. So we have to have some sort of plan um quickly that we put in place. And so that's what I think we're trying to say here, folks. You're blindsided by divorce, however it comes about. We know human nature, as Pastor Steve said, um, that you might be in denial. And so we need to take the first steps we can to get real with the situation. Where are we in the situation? Not deny it. And then the next steps are, you know, are those things that are going to move us through this storm. And so folks, Come on back. We're going to actually find out what our next step should be. You don't want to miss it. Come on back. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. You've heard him on the show and gained valuable insight from him. And now get ready for more. I'm so excited that licensed professional counselor Tom Stevens is partnering with us to spread the word that life can get better. Tom and his wife, Jill, have been providing quality mental health for over 25 years. And friends, that's their passion. Search Tom Stevens Counseling on YouTube and Facebook for lots of great video content that will help you and your family. And to schedule an appointment with Tom, visit his website at TomStevens.us. That's TomStevens.us. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sermon is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. 
Do what new home builders do. Call the Staging Masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. Achieving the best outcome in divorce can be extremely tough when alcohol abuse is part of the process, especially around co-parenting. But there's help with remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to prove their sobriety. Soberlink uses real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection to ensure accurate and reliable results. With Soberlink, you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. Visit Soberlink.com backslash DCH. Friends, welcome back. You're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, and we're here with Pastor Steve Dennis today, and we've been talking about being blindsided by divorce, and uh, unfortunately, what I know is that many people are blindsided by divorce, and it can come as a, maybe you had some inkling that divorce was a conversation that was coming up in your marriage, and or you, you know, you, you come home from a trip and you find everything gone, you're served divorce papers, no matter really how it comes about, it's it's kind of that startle effect. And uh, what we were talking about in the first segment was, what, you know, what does blindsided mean? But then once um, you are blindsided, you are notified of this divorce, it's really important to get real with what's going on. And because t- what Pastor Steve shared with us is about 90% of people um, don't, they don't know their next steps and, and they're in actually denial that a crisis is happening. And so what we really want you to do is get real, real with the situation. And even though you might find yourself in this rocky sea, this storm, uh, trying to navigate your way out. And so where we want to turn it to, though, uh, here is how would we guide you in this storm from a pastoral perspective? Craig Haston, who is a board-certified attorney, was on the show last week, and he talked about before all the tactical steps from the legal perspective is to find your calm. Pastor Steve, I guess I would think that we would probably, same way from a pastoral perspective, we'd want to find our calm. Uh, absolutely. I think, you know, I, I mentioned the, the so the ship's going down and the, the, the storm is raging. Now all of a sudden I'm in the waves and and I'm trying to find that, that piece of driftwood to doesn't get me out of the waves. It doesn't right. all of a sudden put me back on the ship and the ship's perfectly fine. But it gives me that minute of, I, 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 okay, I can rest. I'm okay here for a minute. Um, at least I can, I can take a breath. Give me a moment to maybe have a clear thought and get right. out of that panic mode, so to speak, or, or, you know, we all go into the fight or flight and, right. and I've got a minute to stop and think. I've got a minute. Take and, a moment. And so, so you know, the very cliche pastor answer would be turn to Jesus and 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 you know, really really dive into Him and 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 in essence, yes, that's correct. Um, <laughs> and we'll talk we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute because I think it's key and it's vital. But in that initial moment, and I think this is why it's so important to have uh, a good group of people around you. Um, maybe at that. Obviously, at that moment that someone shows up at the door and there's papers there, you are you already you don't you don't have a divorce coach on speed dial. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully uh, you don't. <laughs> and hopefully, this isn't your fifth or sixth go around. But who are the trusted people in your life that you could call, right? Have come over, or you can go to them. 
um, get and just say, no judgment, no what, you know, who, who, who's right, your, who's your team that, or anybody that you could just go and, and be real and be vulnerable with for a minute. Right. And that could be that, that piece of driftwood for a minute that allows you to, all right, stop and think about this. Okay. Um, and then, you know, you mentioned earlier something turning to things, this or that. Well, we'd, I would imagine also in that time, it would be super important to not turn to damaging things. Right. Let, let's don't start drinking. Let's, let, you know, I'm not going to drink this away because guess what? When you sober up, the, the issue's still there. Uh, harmful things, things of that nature. Taking that, that collective say, all right, this is where I am. This is the reality of it. This is right here, right now. And, and I, would, I would also think there would, be a, there would be an element to make sure you're safe, make sure everything's going on, uh, that, there's, that there's nothing crazy going on. But then get to that place where you can just sit and think. Um, because whether I trust in Jesus or not, I need, I need to not be in the waves crashing over my head, buildings on fire, the flames are coming through the door situation to stop and lean into him. Yeah, we talk a lot about that flight, fight, or freeze. And one of the things I think people forget is that uh, as humans, we have autonomic systems that are going to, that are running in the background. If you think about software and a computer, it's running in the background and it's running in the background to protect us. So whether it's real or imagined, something that puts us in a place of fear, we're going to react versus respond. And so again, going back to this ship, wreck and we're we're you know i can envision we're we're paddling you know we're trying to keep above water and we're looking for that driftwood and that can help us but sometimes we grab for the wrong thing right and and that can even be people uh and oftentimes you know um our tendency is to go to friends but what that will do is bring about bring bring probably their own experience with divorce and might give um, the wrong directions to keep again with that <laughs> metaphor might head us off in the wrong direction. And so uh, to me, um, I, it, as you said that shared that group of people and turned to Jesus, it brought back a memory and I hadn't thought about it in a long time. One of the things I in fact did try to do was turn to Jesus by way of a pastor Um, I tried counseling and all of that, but, um, maybe, maybe it was me at the time, but I didn't really feel like I got the support that I needed. Um, I was pretty far deep into that flight fight or freeze at the same time. I even went through, started going through a divorce divorce care program and, uh, um, somehow I got off on the wrong direction. And so I guess um I guess as I'm hearing you say this there there are options we have to find what works for us but I think the thing that I'm even hearing is that's where community is so important absolutely and that so as a pastor it'll probably maybe sound a little weird for me to say maybe the first person you go to is not your pastor mm. okay if um if I'm going to go to a pastor that I have at best a minimal relationship, right. I see him on Sunday morning preach and and yeah, that's all he, he really you? know of me, 
So, and, and he may be a wonderful guy and a, and a brilliant counselor and this or that, but when I go to him, I'm going to get counseling. I'm going to get, I'm going to get advice. I'm going to get, whereas I think that initial calm is going to come more from that, that person that you've got a, a relationship with your, your best friend, your, your, your sister, your brother, your, your family, your mom, your dad, yeah. someone that, that, that knows you. And one of the absolute worst things you can do is get in, and, and this is a tendency that we have, especially as humans, let me get four or five other people in the room that are going to bad mouth and bash him right. and, or Make her. Me right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, no, I can't believe they did that. Da, 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 da. That's one of the, that's one of the absolute worst things you can do. And that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is you getting, you, you getting with somebody that you are in community with, that you're in relationship with. And that's going to sit there and let you be vulnerable and let you cry, scream, holler, eat a tub of ice cream, whatever. And, and <laughs> all and, true. And, and, and with zero judgment and this or that. And because and at that exact moment, the last thing you want to hear probably is a bunch of advice. Yeah, that's what came to mind is, is when you are with someone in that crisis place. Uh, who is really moving through some sort of emotion, the, the best thing to do is sit there, just be there with them and listen, not don't even hand them a box of Kleenexes, mm-hmm. don't even touch them, just let them. And it takes me back to what you said is just have a moment, find a minute to stop and think. And sometimes we have to move through that emotion so we can even do that. And that safe place of a friend or someone who's not giving you advice or bad-mouthing the soon-to-be ex. Um, and, 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 you know, I want to say that. May, this doesn't mean that this has to be a soon-to-be ex. This could be an opportunity for repair, mm-hmm. which is another show. But I wanna, we want to leave people with hope. We always want to leave that as an option. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. And I've said too, I mean, one of the things I like to do the most and what I do as a divorce coach is to start working with people in the consideration phase. Yeah. We don't want people to be considering divorce, but we certainly, if that is a topic of conversation that's come about, I want to get in there and start working with at least one of the spouses to start changing their thinking around, um, the situation at hand. And so it really goes to that thinking. We're talking a lot about what we're thinking about the situation. Uh, because if we don't think about it, then we just purely react. It's a knee-jerk reaction. It's a, It comes from the fight or the flight, or it comes from a moment of anger or, or, or uh, hurt and distress. And those almost always are the wrong reactions. Right. I mean, I mean oh, pretty much 100% of the time, that one out of that immediate first thing that comes to mind is probably not going to be the, the thing that's going to be the best long-term solution. So if I can get to that place where I can just stop, and it might just be where, hey, I need to drop the kids off at, at your house and go sit in the car or, what, right. you know, just whatever that minute or place or that calm can be. Okay, deep breath. All right. Yeah. Now I can start thinking, what am I going to do with the kids? What, where, where, you know, okay. Um, what kids, not kids, whatever, just that's, you know, could be any number of scenarios, but I'm now at this place where I can, I'm not in the, Hey, the, the bad guy just kicked in my back door and I'm punching, screaming, hitting, fighting, whatever. I'm not in that mode. I'm like, all right, I can think and I can pause. Yeah, so we're going to get real, we're going to take a moment, and we're going to think, and then what I heard you get to is 
we're going to start asking questions. And when we can move into those questions, we can move into options and possibilities, not just black or white thinking, but you've got to give your brain the space to do that. And so very important. So folks, we're talking about being blindsided by divorce, whether it's something that maybe have um, the storm has been on its way. <laughs> you know, we've seen it on the radar uh, and now here it is and you're in the eye of the storm or where all of a sudden, you know, boom, rain shower came up and, and it's pouring down on you, right? And and so we're talking about uh, what does it mean and why we want to uh, understand what it means. But ultimately, we're talking about what are the next steps. And first, we want to get real, find our calm, think through this. When we come back, we're going to talk about more next steps. Stay tuned. Here's today's two-minute tip. Today, we continue talking about one of the many tough topics concerning divorce, being blindsided by divorce. To all of a sudden hear your spouse say, I want a divorce, when there's been no hint of divorce, to walk into your home only to find your spouse gone, or to be served divorce papers that you had no idea were coming your way, it's all just very tough. The Divorce Coaching Hour is about facing the truths about the toughness of divorce, but it's also about providing you hope. And that's what I want to do in this two-minute tip. I want to remind you about a resource that may help you in this tough situation. That resource is a series of shows we recently wrapped up on Courageous Christianity, a show also on this station and one on which I'm the host's wingman. You'll have to tune in to understand what a wingman is. This series is about the struggles we face in this world, but also, and more importantly, it is about struggling well. You'll hear the basics of struggling well, what that means, and ideas about how to struggle well. You'll also hear stories of struggles that our guests have endured or encountered and how they or someone they know courageously walk through them as Christians, drawing nearer to Christ. They grew stronger through the process and, in many cases, now serve others in the same struggles. It's easy to listen to the shows. Each week they are podcasted after they air, and you can find them on kkht.com under the podcast tab under programs. And you can also find the shows on your favorite podcast app. Just search Courageous Christianity. The Struggling Well episodes are dated March 26th through May 21st of this year, 2022. I hope you'll listen in and find hope in them as you traverse the struggles of divorce. And if I can support you as you navigate divorce, please email me at christy at christymindelow.com. And remember to keep listening each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. God bless you. Welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. We're here with Pastor Steve Dennis, and we are talking about being blindsided by divorce. And we're ultimately talking about when we're in the the eye of the storm of divorce, and uh, we feel like we're we're going under, so to speak. We need to find that um, you might say life raft, you might say driftwood, whatever it may be that we can hold on to for a moment and get real with the situation. Uh, take a minute, take a breath, pause, uh, rest for a moment and say, okay, so what's next? Uh, in that, you ask yourself questions which bring about what's possible, what are options. It gets you into what we call as your thinking brain. 
some of these things may be a community of friends, like-minded friends who have your so-called back, um, who are going to lead you in the right direction, not maybe, you know, take you out to the bar to drown your sorrows. <laughs> it's not where we want to want you to go. That might be the tendency, though. Uh, because we do, we we tend to deny that this is happening, and we don't want to feel this pain. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, Pastor Steve, I'm wondering why do you think we want to, you know, even to have this discussion around being blindsided by divorce and what's next? Well, again, I I think our whole entire focus or, or hope of this is to provide hope. Absolutely. Uh, to guide someone through that. You know, we, we, we use the metaphor, hypothetical situation, the building's on fire. Maybe you haven't thought about how to get out of here if the building was on fire. You have no clue where the exits are, but someone runs by your office and says, hey, building's on fire. I know which way to go. Follow me. Mm. Uh, that So to have someone that, that in that moment can then help give you some direction, give you some guidance to say, hey, I've been down this road it is invaluable at that moment, um, whether your story looks just like theirs or not or whatever. But it's it's I, I've been I've been there. I've, this this happened to me. I've seen right. it. I know. Um, last time the building was on fire, I went down the <laughs> stairs. Down everything the everything was great. So follow me. Um, having that in your your uh, deck of cards, so to speak, to play. Having that having that ability to call on those people, you know, in in. I said earlier, maybe the pastor is not the first person you go to, but at some point, bringing, tying in, hopefully, so I'm assuming that, that as most of these people are listening, uh, are, are, are Christ followers, and, and right. um, you're in a community. You're, you, you, you do have some people you can call on, and you have that. Um, and, and your pastor, I would hope, would be to some, or a pastor at the church would be, part of that there would there would be someone that you could go to um but but regardless the having the people to help walk walk you through that but then more importantly uh, you know again i said earlier that the, the cliche pastor answer is is leaning into jesus right um the other tendency and and uh, this is just such a tactic of the enemy um is to get us to run from him in times of crisis rather right. than to him. Right. And if you're familiar with scripture at all, it's quite the opposite. That's when Jesus tells us to run to him. Right. Um, that's when he, he says um, all the, the, the woman that was hemorrhaging, I mean, just story after story in the Bible, right. when they came to him with their faith, the, the woman with the two cents at the well that gave her last two cents, she trusted him with all she had. Right. So in this moment, do you trust him with all you got left? Yeah. Um, and and so and I think what is even more critical in this point of, of the reason to to lean into Christ and draw closer to him and the enemy in every situation, whether it's crisis or not, but the enemy wants to come in and give his narrative of the situation. Mm. The enemy's going to come in. This is exactly when you're going to start hearing those voices that say things like, well, he would have never left you if you had been worth anything. You're no good. Mm -hmm. uh, if oh, you yeah. hadn't been so horrible, if you had been a better wife, if you had on and on and on right. and on and, and on. the reverse. Yeah. Him, yeah. him, her. Um, so that at that point, 
if you're not leaning in and seeking Christ, when, when you asked me to come on the show and we were talking about it, the first word that came to mind was identity. Mm. Um, so at that moment, am I going to let the enemy's narrative shape my identity and what's going on in this? Or am I going to, am I going to let the truth of God's word and who he sees me as shape my identity and say, okay, I'm in this. I don't want to be here. I'm in this mess, the storm, whatever. I've got two choices. Right. I, I can, I can be who God is saying I'm to be, or I can, I can be who, who the spouse is saying I am because chances are they probably don't have a real good opinion of you if, if they're, if they're serving divorce yeah, papers. Right. Um, so am I this person? And this also allows God and the Holy Spirit to take this moment to say, here, here's a, here is something that you do need to work on. Right. Okay. We we can't we can't just negate and skip that part. Um, there's probably some stuff in there that I need to work on, regardless. So this gives you that time. But but as you as you draw into him and you focus on him, the the we we kind of joke in the Christian realm or whatever and say say wait is a is a is a dirty word. Um, you know, in the but when God tells you to wait, yeah. Um, don't immediately. Like you don't, let's don't go drown our sorrows in the bar and let's don't go run into the bar looking for who's next. Right. Um, yeah. Let's not. And that's often, that's, that's often, that's the, often case. the case. Um, because, and you know why that happens most of the time is because their identity was found in a man mm. who or, I am as, as Mrs. So-and-so. Right. So I've got to find next so-and-so so that, be, and that's why I say I got to point my identity back to who does Christ say I am. There's so much that you're saying in this and I want to just. Uh, come back to a couple things. First and foremost, uh, the identity concept is so powerful. Uh, and to think about that question, we talked about getting to a place where you can think and ask yourself questions. This would be a place whose identity do I, I want to take on in this situation? And what what that led you to was choices. So there are choices in this. And what we often work with people to help them understand is this uh, divorce going to be a defining moment good or defining defining moment bad for you. And so when we think about it, in our mind's eye, when we think about divorce and even when we say it, nobody really ever thinks it's good, right? right? Mm-hmm. But what good can come from this? Even at this place, maybe you don't divorce. Maybe this does bring you closer to Jesus. You walk there first. Because you walk into a bar, that's probably going to pretty much assuredly wreck the marriage. There is still some healing. There's always everything's possible with Christ. But you go there first. Maybe maybe it is the work that you need to do. And then your marriage improves. And it's better than it's ever been. You've saved Amen. your marriage. You don't Seen have to go through. happen a lot. Yeah. You, I'm, I'm, well, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. But I think that's so important for us to be thinking about this identity. And I, I and I think again, a cliche pastor answer, I guess, but the chances are the identity of the marriage right. as a whole, when you take both spouses and is it is it the identity that the scripture would say a marriage is supposed to be? And what is that? And chances are it's not. Right. Um and so maybe just simple yeah, the papers are on the on the table, but if we'll take and 
this moment to say, you know what? We're here. It's not where we want to be. Let's see what Christ has to say about this. And that I love, could be the saving grace right there. Right. And I love what it, where you're going with this is what does scripture say? You and I both know somebody who says that a lot, and that's my husband. <laughs> and and I can remember even our first, well, it was a coffee date, but we as we were talking about the, the Lord's word and, and men and women relationships, and he came over, he bent beside me, he showed me the Bible, and he said, what does scripture say? And we were looking at Ephesians 5.33. And so that might be the point where you point yourself back into Jesus and you realize what the Bible says about marriage. What does scripture say is uh, men love your wives like Jesus loved the church Mm -hmm. and women respect your husbands. There may be that Mm -hmm. marriage may be broken because we've got the love and respect thing wrong. (laughs) Uh, 90% of the time. I I would agree. I would. And here here is why I like to do a lot of my work in the consideration phase, because if I can help couples understand that, uh, I had to come through. I, you know, I went through the storm. I went through the divorce. I didn't understand that. I don't want that to happen for people. And I think many of us who do this work don't want that. So that's why we're sharing this perspective. Well, and and, and what this allows, there's truth and there's non-truth. Because unfortunately, even from within the church community, like you said earlier, divorce is a bad word. Um, So even within the the church community, if you're in this situation, you're probably going to get some noses raised up at you and and some, some head turns and maybe even some phone calls not returned. Because, oh, you're you're going through a divorce. Bible says you don't get a divorce. Well, the Bible also says don't lie, don't steal, don't murder, don't kill, don't cheat on your wife. Uh, so so why why is this sin unforgivable all of a sudden? And it's not. That's that's why I say, what is truth? What is God saying about it? Operate from that platform. And that's a solid foundation. And when we come back, we're gonna continue on talking about being blindsided by divorce. What's next? And what we're talking about is going to Scripture, going to Jesus, and finding your firm foundation there. Stay with us. Friends, I'm so glad that you're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. And there's something I want you to know. I really want you to hear this. I, as a divorce coach and the host of this show, don't advocate for divorce in general. Our goal is to glorify God first and foremost by helping you save your marriage. The fact of the matter is that there are times when a marriage can't be saved. I know, I've been there. And when it can't be saved, we want to walk alongside you through it. We want to help you pick up the fragments, put the pieces together, and help you stand strong and walk through divorce courageously. And I want to share something with you that may help. I'm on another show here on KKHT. I'm honored to be the wingman on Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendela, where each week Richard and I talk about the intersection of our faith and the secular world. And together with interesting guests, we shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for Courageous Christianity. It's my belief that Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelow can be another resource that you can turn to as you walk through this path of significant change in your life. So please join us. You can catch the show on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT, at 12 p.m. noon Central Time, Saturdays, and online at kkht.com as well. Hey, grab your lunch and join us for both shows back-to-back, 12 p.m. noon for Courageous Christianity and 1 p.m. for the Divorce Coaching Hour. You can also find all shows under podcasts 
under the Programs tab on KKHT.com. Richard and I hope you'll listen in. As always, if you want to reach me, you can find me at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. We are grateful for you joining us each week and for your support. Friends, welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. We're so glad you're here today. I just uh, think about the listeners out there and who uh, most likely if you've um, tuned into the show, it's because something about divorce has caught your ears. Or if you found us on podcast, you've likely uh, got something about divorce going on in your life, whether you know someone uh, who's going through it or you are, your life is being touched by it. And I just want to pause and say, you know, our hearts go out to you. Um, What we want to do with this show in general, the the Divorce Coaching Hour in general, is to bring you information and education and insight. But ultimately, with this show and the whole whole show collectively, is to bring you hope. And we're hoping (laughs) to uh, that this show is helping you understand that you know we we get it that a crisis happens and. Uh, you might find yourself in those in that stormy sea, not knowing what to do. We've talked with Pastor Steve Dennis, who is here with us, about some steps to take to to find the the calm first, to give yourself a moment to think, and ultimately, from the pastoral perspective, is to find your way to uh, the foot of Jesus and His loving and comforting arms. But as we talked about on break, we thought, well, maybe some people may not necessarily know how to do that. Pastor Steve, what would you tell them? I think, I think that's a big, a big reality. Um, again, we we touched on it earlier. We, we're assuming most everyone listening to this uh, has trusted their life to Christ right. and, and is Christian radio station, and um, so. So let's back up and not assume that for a second. Right. Just I mean, Yeah, and even if you do, still do you know how to do it. <laughs> exactly. Well, and uh, yeah, I'll get to that in just a second. So this may, one of my very best friends, um, knew him for eight years previous to, I've known him a lot longer now, but knew him for eight years previous to this, spent a lot of time together, um, always claimed he didn't, he claimed he was an atheist because then that, that just gave him an out, you know. Right. If I don't believe in God, then I don't have to. Right. Um, but it wasn't until his wife had an affair on him and mm-hmm. he went, found himself in divorce that he realized and, and through that whole process, he came to put his trust and faith and ask Jesus to be his Lord and Savior. Mm. Um, now I'm not saying, I'm not recommending divorce to do that. Yes. Um, but so maybe, but maybe that's you, maybe you're at that place. You've tried everything else. That was me before I came to Christ tried everything yeah, else. I've tried, I've tried the world's way. I've tried right. job, fame, this, that didn't work. Just left right. a bigger hole in my soul. Um, so, so first and foremost, that may be the very first step you need to do is mm. when we, when we say lean into Christ, you may literally need to, uh, call on him for the first time as your Lord and savior. And there, there's a big step in all that. And we'll be happy to help you with that. But let's say you have, and a lot of times people are just going, uh, you know, kind of through the motions or what to say, they, they they check their church box on Sunday, this or that. But when it's something like this that now moves them to a place to where they really need to really dive in and, and find out what God has to say about them and and 
forced into a, an application, so to speak, of right. it, it's overwhelming to them. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I know you like to say little steps, baby steps. Mm-hmm. Um, tiny baby okay. steps. <laughs> tiny baby steps. Th- this is now where you engage the pastor. Um, you engage your, your, your leaders of your church. Uh, you you know there's there, they may have something going on like you mentioned a divorce, divorce care, care or or there may be something going on uh, they they have they have counselors there um, yeah you know most churches have Christian counselors it's usually free ninety nine percent of the time it's free if it's through the church uh, so lean in there and then let them help walk you through it I I, I there's there's books there's different ways there's things. The ultimate book, obviously, the Bible, but a lot of people are overwhelmed on that. If I said, just handed you the Bible and said, go go dig into this and find out it's everything it says, well, that that's overwhelming to most people. So there, there again, that's where the kind of that community comes in, and that's where someone that says, I've been around this corner, let's do this. Yeah, and First, it, it um, comes to mind, you know, there are uh, a lot of counselors out there, and you would assume, obviously, through a church, you would find a Christian counselor, but that could also be something as you're looking for a counselor out there, you're, maybe you're not a part of a church, but if you're going to look for a counselor, and I, I don't intend to plug myself, but one of the things I, I know that I do differently th- from some coaches is that I'm a Christian divorce mm-hmm. coach, and I'm going to bring in those elements to point that point you back to scripture in a safe and confidential space. And so you can look for that as well. And I'm sure that there are attorneys out there who are uh, from a, a faith-based perspective and, and, um, and certainly churches. So exactly. And I would, I mean, not to say that any counselor that's not doing it faith-based is right. You know, I, 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 that, that's a whole nother, whole nother topic, whole nother show, but with the absence of an absolute truth, which is God's word, then I get to make my own narrative. And ah. If I get to make my own narrative, then it's there's it's no the, guidebook. It's the book according to Steve, and and then at that, that's when I'm going to lean on my own understanding. That's when I'm going to lean on my own hurts, and and man, we get off track. So it, the 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 key to the faith based piece of it is here is an absolute truth that is the guiding force behind it all. And it, it, you know, it illuminates things. And so again, what does scripture say? And that is the uh, solid rock, the solid foundations that if we do have to, we we find ourselves getting through the stormy sea and we're back on solid ground. Do we want to step back onto that shaky ground again? Or do we want to build and repair that foundation, which is on God's word? And of course, that's what we would hope for. So we've been on a a wonderful journey <laughs> to continue of uh, wonderful metaphors as well here. Uh, I'm just curious what final thoughts might you have? I, I think the one thing that is absolutely critical and we haven't touched on it and it might, might be a little late in the show to try to open up a deep subject, but um, the other thing you need to seek in this time is forgiveness. Mm. Um, and this is where scripture will help because our understanding of forgiveness and, and, and true forgiveness are often are, are skewed, the, the, the contrast between them. But you're going to need to forgive yourself. You're going to need to forgive the spouse. You're going to need to forgive uh, any, maybe there was a, another person involved that, you know, um, um, 
you know, had an affair or this or that, you're going to need to probably forgive a lot of people during this. Um, You may need to even ask for for some forgiveness, Uh, but it is going to be the absolute critical piece to you walking this out healthy. Uh, And I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. I'm not going to say, you know, forgiveness doesn't mean you forget. Forgiveness doesn't mean you let them do it to you again. Right. But forgiveness to where you can get to a place to where that doesn't control you anymore uh, is going to be key to your health through this whole thing. Such a huge piece. And, yeah, you're absolutely right. And in another show, and I I think that's (laughs) given me a great idea from (laughs) my pastor, Steve. So mark on the calendar. You'll be back soon. Uh, (laughs) But I think it's so important because what we do end up, as I think about this metaphor, um, we can find ourselves holding on to um, the past. Uh, we can stay stuck out in that sea. Uh, and and you said healthy. And that's one of the things we want to do is move people through this storm to a healthy place. And uh, forgiveness is just such a huge sticking place. Uh, and that goes on for years. A lifetime. To the kids, think about mm-hmm. the kids and the uh, and and other areas that we don't have time to bring into. But parental alienation, when you're bad mouthing the other parent, mm-hmm. um, it it's an opportunity to to maybe not build the life that you wanted, but it's build a, a different life going forward on firm foundation. And uh, you you just simply can't do it without the forgiveness. You're absolutely right. It's such a huge key and 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 the the critical piece that Christ modeled. Where Boy, where, where where would I be without His forgiveness of me? Amen. I'd be lost forever. And there again is pointing ourselves back to Jesus and the Bible, the the truth of the Word, um, all the things we've talked about. A community of believers, uh, and so. Um, I just encourage you folks out there, if you are uh, listening to this show and you're wondering, what do I do? Who do I talk to? Reach out to me. Uh, you can reach me at Christy at ChristyMindelow.com. I'm here. Reach out to the folks here at KKHT. Reach out to your church. Reach out to pastors. Uh, we're here to walk with you as a thinking partner We've many of us have been through this, and we want to bring you that hope. Uh, and so, Pastor Steve, thank you for bringing your hope to us today. I know it's been very helpful to the listeners. Thanks for having me. Uh, my pleasure and my honor. So grateful that you've been here, Pastor Steve. And friends, I'm so grateful that you've been here with us today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Mindelow, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.